Have you blacked out on alcohol? Because I for sure have. Over the past 10 years, I've gone on a roller coaster of a ride of a journey with alcohol. I've had some of the best of times with it and also some of the darkest of times. Through this journey, I've learned to become much more intentional with when I send it and for what reason. I've also learned the steps to take so that I can remember the night and feel decent by the morning time. Today, we're going to dive into the six lessons that I've learned from drinking too much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's the Bearded Man podcast with your favorite, the world's favorite bearded man, Bob Bay. Each week on these solo podcasts, we dive into topics to help you become the best version of yourself. Now, do I have all the answers? Absolutely not. This is just my bearded wisdom that I hope brings value to you. Now, if you enjoy this episode at any moment in time, what is very, very, very important, and I see you guys and gals doing this on a weekly basis, please screenshot this episode on whatever platform you're listening on, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, you name it. Post it to your IG story. Tag me at Bob A. That's B-O, three Bs, four A's and a Y. And let me know what did you learn from this episode? How did this specific episode change your perspective? This is how we grow the show. It is so important. It is so crucial. So please, it takes just a moment to do, and it really goes a long way. So if this moment, if this episode, excuse me, helps you in any way, shape, or form, please, please do so. Now, you guys and gals, if you've been listening for a while, you always hear me preaching this staying dialed in lifestyle, this mindset. The idea is that no matter what your focus is today, you dial in on it. That could be career, passion projects, relationships, family, health and wellness. Whatever you're choosing to focus on right now as you listen to this episode, you are dialing in on it. If you love this lifestyle, if you want to embody it even more, I now have merch that I've created. You can head over to staydialedin.com to check it out. We have hats and we have hoodies and it is fire. Check it out if it's of interest. It will also be linked up in the description below. Stay dialed in merch, which is just staydialedin.com. I think you're going to enjoy the merch. I wear it almost every single day and it feels comfy, cozy, and it's very, very awesome. And I'm biased because I've clearly made the merch, but I will say it's quality stuff. Thank you. All right, let's get into this one. How to avoid blacking out on alcohol. Whew, this is a hot topic. Over the last 10 years of my life, drinking alcohol has been quite the roller coaster. From sneaking around beers while I was in high school, being introduced to Thirsty Thursday in college, waking up on the beach to the sun fully risen in the Bahamas, I have done my fair share of partying. I'll be the first to admit that there have been more times than I care to admit where I've blacked out and I forgot what happened the rest of the night. And the next day I'm playing detective trying to bring the pieces of the puzzle together to understand what happened and can I recall these memories. This would happen for two main reasons. One, I am a big energy person. So when you throw me in the same room, so, excuse me, when you throw me in a room with a lot of people, music and drinks, I tend to let it get the best of me. And I have in the past. Number two is I naturally drink liquids very, very fast. Forget alcohol, water, soda, a milkshake. It doesn't matter. I always drink it very fast for no reason other than I just want to consume it. When you're drinking alcohol really fast, this can catch up to you very quickly and alter your consciousness relatively pretty damn quickly. And it can be a very, very slippery slope, which I have learned all too many of times. 
a big shift happened happened right when I graduated college. I've talked about it many times on this podcast, but I pretty much pulled away from drinking um, because I had to spend a lot of my time trying to build my career, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And because I was driving Uber for most of this chapter, three and a half years of my life, I wasn't drinking on the weekends. I had to reprioritize what mattered most to me. And so a lot of those nights I would be out driving while everyone else was partying and having a good time. Then in the fall of 2020, um, this is past, you know, I've moved on from the Uber career. I'm working full time at Liquid IV. I have balance in my life. Uh, I am drinking occasionally, having a glass of wine, having a beer, whatever. I then decide in the fall of 2020, I'm going to push myself to go 100 days without drinking any alcohol, nothing, pulling it out completely. I wanted to see if I had the willpower to do it. I wanted to see how it changed myself mentally and physically. Uh, both my mother and father's sides of the family have a long history of battling alcoholism. And I wanted to prove to myself that I was in control and the liquid was not, that I could turn this off at any moment of time and I could continue to live on with my life. And if I could prove myself this, then I know that I could continue drinking um, within a balance and know that at any moment in time, I can turn off the valve. I ended up falling short. Uh, I was able to complete 75 days uh, of the challenge. Uh, my cousin from Boston happened to come visit me in LA and I wanted to rip it up with him. It was tough to say no. Um, this is when bars kind of were just opening up again in LA and I kind of just honestly sent it with him and I don't regret it. And it wasn't like he was peer pressuring me and just being around his presence made me go, maybe we mail it in at 75 and call it a day. And that's what I did. Fast forward to 2022. And I'm very conscious and aware of how much I consume and when. Do I slip up from time to time? Yes. Is it a lot different than five years ago? 100%. I've been through the highs and lows of drinking, and I've personally seen and felt every emotion possible. I'm at a point now where if I was with a group of people and nobody mentioned or brought any alcohol with them, I wouldn't even flinch. I'd honestly just be pretty stoked because I, in my mind, I would go, well, nobody's drinking, so nobody's, this is great. We're all just not going to drink. And I'm totally cool with that. I wouldn't feel any pressure to convince people to want to drink. I don't cave also to peer pressure to drinking like I may have done in the past. If I want to drink, I will. It's as simple as that. But if I don't, if I don't feel like it, I don't feel like the oddball of the group. I just go, I'm not drinking tonight. And it usually ends there. But if somebody wants to press me about it, I just literally will just play it off and not play it off, but I'll just say to them, I'm choosing not to drink tonight. If that is a problem, keep it moving. It's simple as that. Oh, it's crazy. I want to think of all these stories of people that get really offended by me bettering myself. It's really interesting when you make a wellness decision that benefits you and how personal some people can take it and it has no impact on them. It's unbelievable. Um, so a big inspiration for why I want to dive into this topic this week was I posted a video on my TikTok. All these now, all these topics are getting are like TikTok is now my test, right? I'm posting TikTok content to see what hits, and I'm not a, I'm not necessarily making content only because it's hitting on TikTok. But when I see it do really big numbers and kind of go viral, to me that's an indication that it's something people want to talk about, or or it's not enough, or maybe it isn't talked about enough. And so that's why I'm like using my TikTok as like. Let me see how this concept does. Oh, wow, this did really well. Maybe we should talk about it in a long format. And this is one of them. So I posted a video on TikTok about how I avoid blacking out. 
and it went off. As of right now, at the time of this recording of this podcast, it has grown to over 800,000 views. That is a lot of eyeballs and eardrums listening to this piece. Um, so it really inspired me. And I think the thing is, is that it caught people's attention because it happens to people and nobody wants to talk about it. Why? Because it's embarrassing, but it's also part of drinking culture. Drinking a lot in one night is equal to you can keep up with the crowd, right? With everyone else, which then may lead you to blacking out if you continue to drink because everyone else is drinking and you don't want to be the oddball that doesn't take the shot. Well, it can lead you to blacking out, which once again, how many times am I going to have to say this? This has happened to me. I'm speaking from personal experience. I'm not sitting here from my my chair thinking I'm better than anyone that's listening. I have done it many and many of times. I'm speaking from personal experience. I've had a lot of these nights where it's just not cool to say no to a shot or drink. And so you just keep going. But let me be clear about one thing. I do not judge anyone that drinks. I know plenty of people who have a perfect balance of drinking and still making good decisions and living their life. I know plenty of people who consume a lot and tend to get sloppy or make decisions they never would have made if they were sober. I am not here to judge. The ball is in your court and how you want to live your life. This is just me speaking on personal experiences and what I've learned along the way. So what am I here to do is to talk about how I've made an effort to make more conscious decisions that help me not black out. Does it still happen? Of course. Sometimes I slip and I once again let my environment get the best of me, but it happens way less than it did just a few years ago. In return, I've been able to wake up the next day and still be able to utilize the 24 hours rather than laying around hungover or picking up where I left off and just keep the party going. A recent example that I can think of was uh, a couple weeks ago, I went to a sh- uh, Ben Bomber. He's a German DJ. He had two shows here in LA on a Saturday night. And of course, me and the crew couldn't just go to one. We had to go to both. And uh, we got home by 4 a.m. And I woke up the next day and I was still able to run 18 miles while training for the Boston Marathon. So once again, it's picking and choosing those battles of when to send it and when to not. A couple of years ago, that never would have been possible. There's no chance... I could have gone to a concert like that and not tipped them back and got myself into some trouble. It would have been full throttle, which would have resulted in me being hungover and not being able to complete my training. From personal experience, I've learned this the hard way, but in a more positive light, I've made adjustments because of it. And that's what life's all about. You know what I mean? So six lessons from drinking too much. These are some of the lessons that I've learned along the way. Number one, prepare yourself ahead of time. Before any night of drinking, regardless of how much, I make sure to consume plenty of water and food. This may seem very clear and obvious to many of you, but I have learned the hard way all too many of times. Our bodies need fuel and hydration to counterbalance the alcohol, and by doing this ahead of time, it allows us to not get so hammered so quickly, and it allows us to be much more in control of the night. Anytime I've neglected this and I thought, I could skip it. I don't need to eat this meal. I don't need any water. It's never ended well, to be honest with you. Calorie up and drink plenty of water ahead of time. It will make a difference in how you feel at night and as well in the morning. So lesson number one, prepare yourself ahead of time by making sure you're eating enough calories and drinking enough water before you go out. Number two, be intentional. 
when I was in my college years, every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we sent it. Looking back, I laugh at how much I thought that I was invincible and somehow, some way would just be able to power through these three night benders. There'd be friends of mine that would take Friday night off in between, but I always kept it going. And I, I don't have any regrets. Just It's just so much differently how I choose to live my life today. It's unbelievable the transition in just five years. Now I'm extremely intentional about when I do send it. Am I drinking just to drink? Or am I celebrating a birthday, a big night out with a great crew, maybe celebrating a recent win or whatever it might be? I'm not searching for a valid excuse to drink, but I try my best to be intentional about when I do so that I'm not back on the Thursday through Saturday send mode like I was years ago. Doing this has allowed me to skip nights on drinking without feeling bad because I just read the room and can tell tonight is just not in the cards for me. I'm, I'm not going to get hammered just to get hammered. It's, it's been there, done that too many of times. We've, we've moved on from that chapter. And because of this, it's made all the difference on when I crank up the heat and when I keep it low key. So lesson number two, be very intentional about when you send it and for what occasion. I no longer just drink to drink. I try to find a valid reason. Otherwise, I will pass on it for the night, which makes it so much more enjoyable when I do give myself the green light. Quick break from today's episode, and then we'll get right back to it. Today's episode is brought to you by the greatest hydration brand in all the land, Liquid IV. This product has been a game changer in my life. It helps me feel hydrated on a daily basis. It helps me have a clear mind, be very creative. Uh, honestly, I from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed, I'm always doing something, trying to stay very balanced, but also always trying to make use of every minute of every day. And this product has been a game changer. Two of my favorite flavors I have, if you're visually watching today, is watermelon and the immune support, which is tangerine. Absolutely incredible. If you head over to liquidiv.com and use my promo code, thebeardedman, all one word, that'll get you 25% off every single order. Once again, that's thebeardedman, all one word. It is an incredible product. Um, when your body, when you push your body too hard, it's feeling run down. It's extremely important to stay hydrated. Making hydration a priority helps us feel better on a day-to-day -day basis. Just one stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone. Uh, we have so many different great flavors at liquid IV that I think there's always a flavor for somebody. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks made with premium green. It's non-GMO and non-GMO flea of gluten, dairy, and soy. So it really does help uh, anyone that even if you have some dietary restrictions, I think this product can fit into your diet. Uh, and Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. As of now, they've donated over 20 million servings across the globe. It's a lot of product. If you want to try it out, head over to liquidiv.com today. Use my promo code, thebeardedman, all one word, 25% off every order. Your body's going to be thankful for it. The show is all about reaching your inner potential. And I really do believe that Liquid IV will help every single one of you fuel you on your day-to-day -day of reaching that inner potential. So check it out, liquidiv.com, thebeardedman. All one word, 25% off. Let's get back to today's episode. Number three, it is a marathon, not a sprint. Have you ever gotten too hammered too quickly? Because I sure have. Those nights don't tend to end too well, or they end early because I've had to tuck myself into bed. When I do choose to drink on a night, I take it nice and slow. One adjustment that I've made in the last six months is trying to stay away from liquor and stick to beers or White Claws or something like that. Much more controllable for me and doesn't get me hammered so quickly as liquor does. Don't get me wrong. I love me some tequila, but as I said before, 
I like liquids and I drink them too quickly, which can result in me consuming too much too fast. Sipping on beers for most of the night with an occasional cocktail here and there allows me to treat the night as a marathon instead of sprinting and getting myself into trouble. It is easy to dismiss this when you're in a high environment of a lot of music and people around you, but it is an important reminder that I'm constantly telling myself whenever I reach for another drink. So lesson number three, it is a marathon, not a sprint. Be very mindful of what you're drinking and how often because these drinks can add up quickly, which can result in you getting too drunk too fast. Number four, mix in waters often. Heard this a million times and still working on it to get better. Someone once told me that every two drinks, you want to mix in a water for the time for the, each in between. And this is a rule that they followed. And I've done it some, sometimes here and there, and it has truly made a difference. But in the moment, it's extremely hard to do because you're feeling good. Nobody around you is following this rule. Everybody's always just fueling up on another drink. And so you have to be mindful and make that decision. These are the times that I try. I try to tell myself to ignore, forget about what other people's decisions are, and only focus what I can control, which is order the damn water. When possible, I mix in waters often to help balance myself out and help me from overconsuming. So lesson number four, mixing in waters while you're drinking often helps you not get drunk too quickly and helps from having a hangover the next day. Number five, don't cave to peer pressure. A few months ago, I was at Louis the Child concert here in LA, and I was only two weeks from the marathon in Austin, Texas. This is right in the middle of January when this happened. The, the marathon was Janu uh, end of January. So I went 30 days without alcohol leading up to the marathon when I was at the show and somebody offered me a shot. How kind of this person to offer me a shot? Right out of the bottle too, right? I politely declined. He asked again. I decline. He asked for a third time. I again decline and say, I'm not drinking. And I was rattled by seeing how personal he took me saying no. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. I was shook. I was shook. I was like, this guy's really offended that I will not accept a drink from him. Now it's very easy to cave to pressure in this environment. And I have done it many of times, right? very easy to cave. But more recently, I try to stick to what I feel comfortable with and I don't care what anyone thinks or has to say about it. If I don't want a shot, I say no. I, if I already have a drink and somebody offers, I'll pass. If I've had enough for the night and someone should just, just get another, I'll say I'm good. It is extremely important that I don't cave to the pressure of other people and I do what I know is best for me. So lesson number five, don't cave to peer pressure. If someone offers me a shot and I don't want it, I say no. I don't care what the reaction might be or what they might say. I do what is best for me. And number six, be mindful of your decisions. I can't change the past, but I hate, hate, hate to admit that when I was in high, my high school years and even early college, I for sure got behind the wheel when I had too many drinks. And I hate to say it. It crushes me to say that actually loud, out loud because so many things could have gone wrong in any of these moments. 
I'm grateful that I live in a major city now and Uber is the only way that I traveled when going out for the night. But alcohol, as we all know, can impair just our decision-making. Even if I've had a few too many, I try to be very mindful of the decisions that I make and not do anything I'm going to regret tomorrow. I don't get behind the wheel of the car. I don't try to pick fights with people. I don't touch or grab people inappropriately. Or I try not to say something that I wouldn't have said sober. Let me be clear. I'm not an angel. And I have made stupid decisions in the past. I can't change what has happened before, but I can try my very best to make sure that I change the future. So lesson number six, be very mindful of your decisions while drinking. It's easier said than done, yes, but absolutely crucial and necessary. To recap, over the last 10 years, I have gone on a roller coaster of a ride of a journey with alcohol. I've had some of the best of times with it and also some of the darkest times. Six lessons that I've learned to avoid blacking out. Number one, prepare yourself ahead of time by making sure you are eating enough calories and drinking enough water before you go out. Number two, be very intentional about when you send it and for what occasion. I no longer just drink to drink. I try to find a valid reason. Otherwise, I'll pass on it for the night, which makes it much more enjoyable when I do give myself the green light. Number three, it is a marathon, not a sprint. Be very mindful of what you're drinking and how often because these drinks can add up quickly, which can result in you getting too, drink, too drunk too quickly. Number four, mixing in waters often helps you not get drunk too quickly and helps from having a hangover the next day. Number five, don't cave to peer pressure. If someone offers me a shot and I don't want it, I say no. I don't care what the reaction might be or what they might say. I do what is best for me. And number six, be very mindful of your decisions while drinking. It is easier said than done, yes, but absolutely crucial and necessary. Challenge for the listeners. Spend the next, not next, but spend 10 minutes within the next 24 hours and reflect on your journey with alcohol. Has it been smooth sailing? Is it a bumpy ride similar to mine? or maybe nothing all that great, I'm not here to suggest you quit drinking or to fill up another cup, but I challenge you to block out what society may be leading you to believe or what your peers may say, and instead ask yourself, do I like the direction I am headed? And if not, what changes would I like to make? Questions from the State Dialed In community. These are coming directly from you guys and gals. I posted on my IG story about this week's topic, and these are some of the questions and topics that I got in, uh, hit up about. Ash, tips for limiting alcohol intake when out. Having trouble with blacking out. I love the honesty. It's exactly why I recorded this podcast today. Uh, I would say put a limit to the amount of drinks that you'll allow yourself to consume when out in public or out on a night. I've tried to do this before where I'll say three drinks or four drinks, it's going to be case by case, scenario by scenario, or even um, like one drink an hour. It, 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 everyone's going to be different. So I would challenge you to come up with a number and a way to limit yourself. And I can't tell you what that number is, but just be honest with yourself. If you, can, if you find that you are blacking out often, let's decrease the intake quite a bit and get you to a place where you remember everything and feel good the next morning. It's a little bit of a game of trial and error, but Less drinks is always going to be better. 
Ash also chimed in. Have you struggled with alcohol anxiety? I felt anxiety in the beginning of a night, wondering what, what's going to happen? Where, we, where are we going to end up? I've also felt it the next morning, scratching my head, asking myself, why did I do this to myself? I think most people deal with some sort of anxiety due to alcohol. How bad of anxiety, I think varies case by case. When there have been times where, you know, I've felt extremely high, great. Uh, I check myself and I try to cut back on the consuming for a little bit because I know that's not normal and I should normalize myself to stay a little bit more grounded. Tom asked, how do you say no when friends are asking you to drink or go out? Just because you're not drinking for the night doesn't mean you can't go out. I've decided, if, excuse me, if I decide I'm not boozing, I'll just order a soda water with lemon just so I have a beverage in my hand. Uh, and that usually can get people to avoid bugging you about why you're not drinking or why you don't have a drink. Just blending in with the crowd sometimes can just help keep this much more low key than you be like, sorry, I'm not drinking tonight. Then people get offended because uh, you're not, you're in the room with them and you're not participating. Um, and if they're your true friends, they're going to respect you that you're not drinking um, and they'll let it be. But if someone is judging you because you don't want to consume alcohol that night, even though you're making a decision to better yourself, are they someone you really want to be around? Are they truly a friend? I don't cave. When I make a decision not to drink, I stand by it. And I don't care what people think. I'm doing what is best for me. Fidel asked, how do you deal with social anxiety when you first slow down your drinking? It's a good question. Fidel, I just stand my ground. Like I said to Tom's question, I don't cave to peer pressure. And I also didn't allow myself to not go out or not have fun with friends because I wasn't drinking. If there's any big takeaway from this episode outside of being aware of how much you consume, it's that we need to stop believing that we must drink in order to go out or to be social, right? Going out sober is a true test of your own confidence in your own skin. Because obviously with the booze, you're going to feel a little bit more, you know, a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more loose. But can you be in an environment where other people are drinking and you are sober and you are just you, your most authentic version of you? It's possible. I felt that social anxiety at first, but then I got more comfortable with not caring what people thought. And so I think that's a really big takeaway outside of like the lessons I've learned from, you know, stepping or, you know, making better decisions to not allow myself to black out. I think it's equally as important to understand that if you choose not to drink, that doesn't mean you can't go out because I thought that too, but it's not the truth. You cannot drink and go out and have fun and be social and meet people. Last question from Matt, the decision slash feeling to have a drink again after a period of sobriety. Ooh, if this is something you want to do, Matt, just do it. I'm not a fan of streaks. Like I went 50 days in a row to the gym or I haven't touched alcohol in two years because I think it's only adding more pressure for you to cave down the line. But that's just my personal opinion. Obviously an example, like I haven't drank in two years, that's, that's really admirable. And I respect that. And that takes a lot of discipline. But I'll, the only example that I have is like, you know, there was a time when I was using Headspace for meditation and I got to like a hundred days and there were days where I would like do the meditation just because I wanted to make sure my, my count was going. So then it became a question of, 
am I doing the am I doing the meditation because I know it's good for me and I want to do it, or am I doing it just to increase my daily streak? So I would frame it like that. Are you doing it because you feel better about yourself, or are you doing it now because you're just trying to keep the number going? And I don't think it's healthy to look at it from that, from like the streak perspective. Um, but like we talked about before, it's all about intention. If you feel right and comfortable with having one drink, a drink, a couple drinks, then do it. Don't judge yourself for it. Allow yourself to do what you feel is best for you. Pod review of the week. This is coming from the iTunes podcast app where I pull the pod review of the week. Um, and this week we have coming in from Matt. Hey, this is cool. I love seeing this review from Matt. Hey, because he's got his name spelled M-A-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T. A-A-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y, similar to me with all my letters, so I love that. Uh, the review says, Bearded Wisdom. Okay, I'm already a fan. Five out of five stars. Let's go. Love to see that. Uh, he said, this is easily the best podcast channel that I have listened to in a while. Tackles so many topics and offers so much advice and guidance. Cannot get enough of these hashtag dialed in uh, emoji with the hands up and emoji with the hands up. Let's go. Appreciate you, brother. Um, I love that you're enjoying the content and I hope that the mix of the different topics is something that you're finding value in. If you, if any of you guys and guys would like to be next week's pod review, please head over to the iTunes podcast app, leave a one word, one sentence review. So appreciated. If you're not an iTunes podcast listener, if you listen on Spotify, you can leave a five star review or one to five stars. It's up to you. I think, I think five would be ideal, but I can't, I can't force you to do anything you don't want to do. Um, these reviews definitely help. So please do so today. If you enjoyed this specific episode, I'm blacking out and how to avoid blacking out and just changing perspective on drinking and how we chatted about being able to go out while not drinking. If you enjoyed this episode at any moment in time throughout this episode, please screenshot this episode, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bob A. That's B-O, three B's, four A's and Y. Let me know what was a, what was the specific takeaway? How did this episode change your perspective? I would be very curious to learn and see how did this episode change benefit you if at all so please do so today um as i mentioned before linked up in the description below i will have the state out merch hats hoodies check it out state it is some heater merch you're gonna want it i think so you might want to check it out uh, it's pretty it's pretty good it's pretty high quality um and that is it yeah everything's good i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode that's episode 179 avoid blacking out on alcohol six lessons from drinking too much. It's the Bearded Man Podcast. See ya.